Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the non-traditional PA or physician assistant slash physician associate podcast. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm your host, Kirsten Kamaha. I uh, live in Michigan, just for a little background, and in about two months, beginning of May, I will be starting PA school at a school here in Michigan. It's about 24 months long, so it's going to be super intense, and I have two children, a six-month-old now, and my son, who is six years old, so it it's going to be definitely a, an interesting time for sure. But I hope to be able to keep you all in the loop as I navigate PA school as well and get some new episodes uh, every now and then. It'll probably be kind of sporadic like this has been between the last episode and this one, maybe even more so than that. Uh, But just to update you guys who have been listening for a while, I recently have been offline a little bit just because life has been busy. I have been trying to relax and soak up the last the last couple months here before I start the the intense crazy ride that is PA school. So I've really been trying to spend a lot of time with my family, my kids. I took a trip back to Wisconsin where I'm originally from and I spent some time with family there. So that was really nice. That was really fun. Um, I also have been dealing with illness both with myself and with my kids and when you have a very young child as some of you probably know, it it's really not any fun. Uh, they can't really do anything for themselves, and it makes for some sleepness, sleepless nights for sure. So I've just been trying to relax and kind of recover on my own. I've also been trying to read some good books while I can. And, uh, you know, so this... This podcast has taken a little bit of a break, but if you haven't listened yet, our last, or my last episode was with Ariel Campa, an interview. Uh, she just recently graduated from uh, University of Texas Health Sciences Center, and she had a lot of amazing uh, feedback and uh, tips for getting through PA school and going through the pre-PA process as well. Uh, she has not had the easiest time of it, I, I think, uh, but she really has an amazing attitude, a lot of positivity, and I think that if you listen to that episode, uh, you'll be really encouraged in your own journey as well, no matter where you're at. So definitely, uh, if you haven't listened to that, that episode, you can head back and listen to that and then cut back to this one or catch that one at another time. But today we're on to episode 10. And in this episode, I'm going to be focusing on the personal statement. And I really want to have a special emphasis on what you can be doing, especially if you are a non-traditional student or someone who's had a few years out of undergrad. Maybe you weren't a traditional science major, health sciences major, and how to navigate that process of writing that personal statement. Uh, Of course, I'm going to give some general tips as well. So if you're not in that situation, Uh, definitely feel free to listen still. There's going to be a lot of good info for you as well. So listen in. Here we go. You are listening to the non-traditional physician assistant podcast.
as I mentioned, this episode is about the personal statement. And um, so basically, just take everything I say with a grain of salt. For some of you, you haven't even gotten to this place. You're wondering what is the personal statement. Um, for others of you, I know that you are going to be applying shortly and you have you're right where you need to be and you're brainstorming, you've done all that, you're writing your essay. So, uh, you know, just take whatever applies to you and I hope this is helpful for all of you. You get some good info and uh, good ideas, good viewpoints for your personal statement. So first I want to introduce the personal statement a little bit more. Basically on CASPA, which is the centralized application service for physician assistants, um, that's the online database where you apply and it goes to pretty much every program uses it. Um, there is one section that is the includes the personal statement. And basically, the personal statement is your chance to stand out and show your true personality and also make a case for why you'd make a great physician assistant. So just uh, it's basically an essay about yourself. So just the just to know the question prompt from last cycle was please explain why you are interested in being a physician assistant. So it's always going to be probably basically some variation of that. So in that one question, there's really two questions to answer. Of course, number one, YPA, which is basically what they're asking in the question, in the prompt. And the second part is what makes you a strong candidate for this profession or this role? Now, you only have 5,000 characters to make your case. For me, that ended up about being five paragraphs in length. And I know 5,000 characters sounds like a lot, but really, in the grand scheme of things, it's not. Uh, There's probably so many different things that have gone into you getting to this point where you want to apply to physician assistant school. And so it's... It really takes some discipline and planning to fit everything pertinent in there and really make it stand out and sound good and be very an accurate representation of who you are as an applicant and as a person. So one thing you want to do when you're preparing to write the personal statement, when you're just preparing to lay the the groundwork, you want to go on the websites of the programs uh, that you plan to apply to. See if they have any resources or information regarding the personal statement. I think it might be few and far between. For my schools that I applied to, I don't think any of them really covered the personal statement really much itself. But uh, they did sometimes have other helpful information that could be really useful when you're writing your personal statement. For instance, I think one of the programs I applied to and was accepted to listed a bunch of attributes and character traits that they looked for specifically for students that they would admit to their program. So you definitely can take a look at that uh, just to get an idea. Uh, Other times they might also have some resources like how to maybe they might even have an outline or they might even have something to help you get started to help you brainstorm um, for your essay so definitely take a look at their their website to see what they say about it if anything Uh, also you might want to check on the website do they use the term physician assistant or do they prefer to use physician associate since we are in the process of getting a name change from physician assistant to physician associate and that has not really been 
it has not really been approved and gone through at the national level yet, but it is in the works. Most schools, I would bet, are still using physician assistant. That was the case for my schools that I applied to. But as time goes on, I would expect more and more schools to adopt the name change. So if you are in a situation where you are applying to only a couple schools and they all say physician associate, then great. You can use the term physician associate in your personal statement. If you are applying to a mixed bag of schools, some are, u- some are using physician assistant still and some have changed to physician associate, I would just revert back to the traditional name physician assistant. Uh, that's usually the safest thing to do at this point. And just as a note, when you are writing your personal statement and you're in your first paragraph and you mention physician assistant or physician associate for the first time, I think the best way to go about doing that and then to save space later on is the first time you mention it, write out the entire name physician assistant or physician associate and then in parentheses after it, write PA. And then after that first time you mentioned it, you no longer need to completely write out the whole word. You can just write PA after that because you had the parentheses uh, after the first one. So that will save you a lot of space because physician assistant or physician associate definitely takes up a lot of characters. All right. And uh, just so you know a little bit more about the personal statement, if you are an above average student or right where you need to be to get into your PA schools that you're planning to apply to, the your personal statement still is very important, but even if you have a, just kind of a mediocre personal statement, it may not hurt you as much, but if you are a student who is below average or you're really applying to some big reach schools where maybe a lot of the admitted applicants usually have a lot more patient care experience hours, they have a higher GPA, higher test scores, then you definitely want to spend a lot of time on making your personal statement as, you know, the best personal statement it can be, as great as it can be, because that can really tip the scales in your favor to get noticed and hopefully get an interview out of that as well. Of course, uh, make sure you have several people, including at least one PA, proofread your essay, make sure you get their feedback, you don't want any glaring mistakes, and of course you need to show in your essay that you understand what a PA is and what a PA can do, and that you are the right person, uh, you know, one of, one of the strongest candidates for their program to become one. Alright, so I'm going to go through a few more pre-writing tips. So if you are at the point where you're already writing your essay, feel free to skip through a few minutes. But if you, if this is all new to you or you're planning to apply still for this cycle and you haven't gotten started yet, this is the brainstorming, brainstorming, and more brainstorming section. So before writing, I would recommend you select at least, you know, three to four, three to five personality traits that you really, really want to emphasize in your personal statement about yourself. Ones that you have, things that you consider strengths about yourself. This will help you to guide your writing. And I think from there also you can, once you have an idea of what you want to really highlight and emphasize about yourself, you can pick uh, stories and experiences that best allow you to, to emphasize those in your personal statement. If you are a future applicant, Uh, currently working in patient care 
and you're not applying the cycle yet, or even if you are and you just haven't started your personal statement, that's fine. But I would recommend start journaling as soon as possible. Start documenting different experiences you have that are memorable. I know in the course of a workday, it can be kind of hectic and it can be very busy and you might not have much time to reflect on those things. But after work is over, when you get home, if possible, try to write about it and then you'll have that information for reference later on when you're trying to think of different stories to share in your personal statement that will really help you help you emphasize the traits and the attributes that you really want to and show your passion for becoming a, a PA. Um, if you are in the situation where you're applying soon and you don't really, you know, you weren't documenting your journaling along the way, that's perfectly fine, but you're going to have to have several brainstorming sessions. I recommend you're going to think of a, you know, you might think of a bunch at once and that's great. But if you are, if it's been some time since some of these things happened and you didn't really have time to document or process them, it you really might benefit from a few different brainstorming sessions. For example, I brainstormed for this podcast and I had a lot of ideas the first time around and then I recorded and then later on I was like "Mm, I think I can improve that recording I did a little more brainstorming and I came up with even more things that I wanted to talk about and other things that were kind of redundant so I think this podcast is going to be better for me having gone through multiple brainstorming sessions and your personal statement all the more will be better from having multiple brainstorming sessions, multiple opportunities to think about what you want to what you want to put in your personal statement, what stories, uh, what attributes and things like that. And the next thing I would say is just personalize it. If you want to make your personal statement more memorable, using a theme is a great way to do that and also to, to have a lot of um, continuity throughout your personal statement. You might want to brainstorm as well about this. What are some meaningful themes that you can use in your personal statement that are very, very specific to you? Maybe you were involved in dance for a long time. Maybe you like to fish. Maybe a big hobby of yours is traveling. Find a way to use one of those themes or a theme that's meaningful to you and that will help your reader to connect better to you and to remember you better as well and then once you're ready to start writing um, it can be very overwhelming to look at a very blank page or blank screen as the case may be so an easy place to start might not be doing the introduction right away but rather to start with how you learned about the PA profession Um, just just a little helpful tip maybe to get you started if you feel like you're having writer's block already. Okay, now we're going to get into my tips and things to keep your uh, mind on while writing your personal statement. So first of all, make sure you answer the question and stay on point. 5,000 characters, like I said before, might sound like a lot, but it's really not, and every character counts. You don't want any filler material. You want to always be using everything as a vehicle towards showing why you're the best applicant for a position in their PA program. Second of all, you need to answer why specifically PA. There's a lot of different roles in medicine. There are a lot of different jobs that you're helping people. So just saying you like helping people um, is not enough information. It's not specific to PA. 
Your essay should demonstrate that PA is really the only path for you and the only one that really makes sense. Also, when you are coming up with these reasons for why PA, just kind of take a look at them, take stock, and make sure that not all your reasons are about the perks of the job. Um, in your personal statement, you don't just want to list things that benefit you, right? You really want to show that you're going to be concerned about the patient's well-being first and foremost. So it makes sense that your reasoning should also reflect that. Perhaps, um, you know, a lot of people like to talk about the option of switching specialties, the lateral mobility. If you can make that about how it benefits patients, then your essay will be better for that. Um, talking about better work-life balance, eh, that can really be any career. It just kind of depends on you and your work situation. So I wouldn't really talk about that here. Maybe you want to have more comprehensive knowledge or really have a passion to work in several areas of medicine and you feel that that would really benefit your patients more. Um, being a PA and having that general that general uh, medical background and medical education. So whatever your reasoning, again, only can work for the PA role. That's all that should be in your personal statement. Nothing, nothing that doesn't work specifically for PA. Third point is be professional. You might be sharing some very vulnerable personal information in your personal statement, and that's fine, but you can still do so in a professional manner. Uh, keep the language very PG. So even if you're telling a story about a patient and the patient cussed or swore, you don't need to put that in quotation marks or anything. They don't need to see that. Um, no swear words, don't use slang, and don't use abbreviations as well, unless you're sure any PA or healthcare worker reading it would be able to understand uh, exactly. If you're not sure and you, if you're going to use the same word or words over and over again and you really don't want to take up those characters, then an abbreviation is fine doing it the same way that I mentioned doing the physician assistant. So you write out the whole word and then in parentheses put the abbreviation PA for physician assistant, right? And then from then on you can use the abbreviation. But you shouldn't just assume that everyone's gonna know the all these abbreviations. Maybe it's very specific to the role that you've had or your experience. Uh, also, you wanna make sure you're using appropriate and correct terminology. So just a pretty common example, if you're talking about a physician that you worked with, you don't wanna call him or her a doctor in your statement. You want to try to say physician. Also, um, fourth point, if you're talking about patients, you're telling a story about a patient encounter you had, keep HIPAA in mind. So you need to protect the patient, keep their privacy in mind, and change their name if you do decide to refer to them by name. Otherwise, only reveal what's necessary to help further your story and help your reader come away with the info they need to know that you will be a great PA my fifth point is stay away from using overused or trite phrases or quotations. So overusing certain quotations or phrases, if they're used too much, they don't have any meaning really. And it's something that might make your reader roll their eyes or feel like it's kind of corny or your, your personal statement's not very imaginative. So when crafting your intro, you do want to come up with a hook or something meaningful, but uh, an overused quote or a random quote is not the way to do it. 
maybe you want to have some kind of situation set up where there's an unanswered question or there's kind of an odd situation that leaves your reader wanting to learn more. Number six, don't come off as a braggart. (laughs) So if you are writing your personal statement and you aren't humble uh, or you don't come off as humble, they're going to read that as you won't take correction well, you're going to have a hard time getting along with and working with other people in in your class, in the workforce, and that is going to be a no-no for um, allowing you into the program. So really emphasizing the strengths and abilities of others in passing, you don't want to spend a lot of time on that, obviously. You still want to make it about about so they can learn about yourself. But if you can even, um, you know, give recognition to other people, I think that goes a long way in showing you're more of a team player than saying specifically that you love working as part of a team or that you're team oriented. Also, if you kind of have a situation where your patient or a coworker or someone gave you some positive feedback, you might be able to put that into your personal statement that would not come off the same way as if you were just talking about yourself and saying, oh, I'm, I have all these skills. I'm so great at this. But you still need to be very careful about how you do so. And is it really furthering your story? Is it really, is it really emphasizing the things that you want to emphasize? Is it necessary as well? Number seven, try to maintain a positive arc to every story. Obviously, in your personal statement, you're going to have some very maybe vulnerable moments or very personal things some things that might have been very difficult for you to deal with you might have had a family member who was ill and that was your kind of your starting point or your motivation to go into medicine and then later the PA profession as well Uh, whatever you do whatever struggles you're you're listing or talking about don't just tell it and leave it you need to go on past that what purpose did that situation serve and how did it motivate you or encourage you to pursue becoming a PA you always want to move forward to that end you always want to be answering those questions with every story that you tell um, no matter what what the situation is and my next point is that you can use non-medical experiences in your personal statement and I encourage that especially for those who are like like me, non-traditional, if you're a non-traditional person listening to this podcast, uh, this shows your versatility and your well-roundedness and the PA schools really will admire that, I do believe, as long as your story is, again, contributing to that, that end of showing how you're going to take good care of your patients, how you're going to make a great PA. So um, again, just make sure they accomplish what you want them to. Another point is... When you're writing your personal statement, you really need to reference your interactions with a PA. If you don't talk about how you interacted with a PA at all, I feel like there might be some question marks in their mind. How did you get to know about this? Yes, they can look at uh, shadowing your resume and things like that, but this is a place to talk about that. And you really want to show that you have some kind of relationship or partnership with a PA or you work with a PA. Um, to show that you know about this career a little bit. Um, So that's also a way that you can go on to talk about what PAs do and what excites you about the profession or how you think that um, that would be a good fit for you. If you you talk about medical providers in general, um, or PAs, I I would say PAs, 
um, you should use their first name and that will help it feel a little more personal, save a little more time, and you don't have to keep saying the PA, the PA. You can say uh, Suzanne or Justin or whatever their name is. And that makes a more personal connection as well. My 10th point would be tread carefully if you're going to talk about a negative medical experience. I know that some people are motivated to go into medicine because they saw how a patient was treated poorly or maybe someone in their family was um, was hurt or, or didn't benefit from treatment because of another provider's mistake or negligence or what, what have you. But you need to really be careful about that. You don't want to you don't want to point out the mistakes of others and and the shortfalls, pitfalls that others have gone into. You always want to humanize others and show that you're empathetic, even um, or especially when you're talking about uh, conflict in your statement, because again, that shows what kind of person you are and that you are gonna work through difficult situations with other people and um, not just shut them off because they made a mistake or something. My next point is don't share personal info in your personal statement if you are not comfortable being fully transparent about it. So if you're going to be vague about it, it's not worth sharing. It's just going to have put more questions into your reader's mind. They might wonder, um, for example, if you're talking about a time when you were ill and you don't really share what the illness was or <laughs> the diagnosis or much of anything about it, they their mind might go to the worst place and they might be very concerned about you. They might also have concerns down the road. You know, if we admit this person, if we admit you, are you going to be able to make it through the program with whatever this health issue is that you had or you might still be having? So if you're going to include things like that, your illness or whatnot, you just need to be straightforward and honest about your journey with it um, or, or don't share it at all. But Again, keep in mind that if you are sharing a story about your own personal illness, that they might have those questions about whether you're going to be able to do well in the program with that illness. So you need to kind of make sure that you've either shown that you've moved past that, you're able to manage it, or it's been resolved uh, so that they don't worry about your ability to go through PA school with that. For career changers and those who have lived a fair amount of life, had other experiences before this journey to becoming a PA, I know that I really had a difficult time, especially my first time around, figuring out what was pertinent and what I really needed to include. I felt like I needed to include all the, not all the things, but a lot of the things that that led to me deciding to go the PA route, my whole thought process and all these different experiences that poured into it. You don't have time for that in the personal statement. Like I said, it's 5,000 characters. It's really not that much. Um, And you really want to focus more on the not getting to PA part, but the more like how you're going to be as a PA and the situations or experiences you've had that have really made you motivated to do the best for your patients and, and whatever patient populations you see yourself working with. So keep that intro pretty short. You might have to focus on one experience, just take like one path, even if you feel it's very reductive and not really representative of your whole journey to becoming a PA. It probably wasn't just like a one-time conversion experience for you, right? For a lot of people, it's not. But you're just going to have to focus on kind of one avenue that led you to this profession, even though there were probably multiple experiences that led you to it. Just because 
the space is valuable and it's there's not a lot of it um also just know that if you're worried about that they will see probably they might have you turn in a resume or cv as well and so they will be able to see you have a wealth of experiences from elsewhere you just don't have the space to go over this in your personal statement so um and also as a note in interviews you might be able to get more in depth about various experiences you had or interactions that led you to this point but yeah the essay is not for that not the space for that um also i felt like i i had never really settled on a career but i felt like i i was more like an education and i had a, and i studied music so i was kind of i felt like i was all over the place a little bit and i thought they're gonna they're gonna question why even more than other people why is this girl of all people trying to become a PA when she did all these other random things that were not related to it. I think in the end it actually made me a better applicant that I had those experiences. Um but at the time in my personal statement I just thought like I need to justify it. I need to answer every question in their mind like why is she going this route now? I'm here to tell you now that no one is going to scrutinize your path to PA to the extent that you think. Your reader is probably not going to scrutinize everything you say. So, if you change careers, if you had kind of a roundabout path to PA, it's okay. Don't think that you need to justify every choice and action you made along the way before you chose to become a PA. Uh, if you try to do that, it just weakens your essay because it becomes less cohesive, it comes kind of scatterbrained and all over the place. It's not as focused and like I said, you have limited space, so you really have to make the most of it. Uh my last point is let others read and proofread your essay. I know I said that earlier, but even if you think you're a great writer, you might come away thinking that it's accomplishing what you want, that it sounds like you. If you have a close family member read it, they can easily tell you, "No, that really doesn't sound like you. I think this sounds like very formal, rigid, whatever." So make sure you have a good mixture. You can have a friend, family member read it and also make sure that you have a uh, actual practicing PA or more than one PA read it as well to make sure you're not making any um critical errors in describing what a PA does or anything like that. Also, every time you have a round of edits, you just need to take a breath. I know that deadlines might be looming and you might feel stressed out and you might just feel like I just need to turn this thing in and be done with it. And honestly, I did that the first time and it I did get interviews, but I didn't get into my top school and I think that if I had spent a little more time on making my essay more cohesive and if I had taken a little time between edits and just let it sit and and then come back to it, like I would have come back to it so much more fresh. My brain would have been better able to see that maybe it was a little bit too hectic and not as smooth as it could have been. Um I would have had more clarity to see if it was communicating what I wanted to. Um I didn't have any grammar errors or typos, but if that is an issue for you, if you're not resting your brain properly and you're coming back to it uh, like every day or every few hours, there's probably going to be a greater chance of that happening as well and you might miss that. It's just also a lot easier to write and make things sound nice and smooth and flow when you are well rested and your brain's not exhausted from staring at the same screen forever just editing and fixing and editing and fixing. So, yes, 
give yourself a break in between major edits, let it rest for a little bit and then come back to it and you'll have a better idea of how to fix your essay from there, fix your personal statement. All right, guys, I know that was a lot of info. I hope that was helpful for wherever you are at at this point and take whatever's not helpful and just throw it out and whatever is useful for you, I hope you can apply it and that it helps you. Uh, As always, I am open for any questions, suggestions, Uh, feel free to like, subscribe, um, comment, leave a review on my podcast for me. I know it's been a little bit, but um, this might be the more normal pace as I get into PA school times. So I hope you guys are going to stick with me and be patient with me. I do have uh, orientation coming up, so I hope to do a podcast after that in a couple weeks. And yeah, as always, you guys are welcome to follow me on Instagram uh, at pa underscore s. All right. Hope you guys are doing well and good luck on your applications and personal statements. Bye.